1: The college football experience week eight, two thousand twenty-three preview and draft episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash edge to get started today. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Week eight preview and draft episode. Oh yes. We've been previewing every single week of the college football season. Starting back, we got week zero, week one, all the way to week eight. In case you are just wondering, and, and maybe you're, maybe you're just now saying I'm turning the wave to college football. As you know, in just, uh, just two weeks, I will start breaking down all 133 teams in all of college football with a solo podcast for each and every team in all the land and uh, some other news, some other announcements we'll have going as well. But maybe you're, li- maybe you're just listening for the first time. You say, well, who the fuck am I listening to? Who is this bozo? Well, my name is Kobe Swing at database dad, AKA pick Dunn D that's not a pick. This is a Pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists,
2: and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was
1: a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. I'm
0: dying in this fucking country-ass fucked up town. Shit <laughs> flying in my mouth. The fuck? I can't see pilot. Let's get the fuck out of this country, mother...
1: Oh, buddy! Yes, I am back in the United States of America. Hopefully, you're watching on YouTube. YouTube.com slash the college experience.
0: Any bugs flying into your mouth down in Columbia? Dude,
1: dude, the bug (laughs) game in fucking the Amazon?
0: (laughs) How big are those mosquitoes?
1: Holy shit, dude. Shout out to our buddy Kyle, who I. He was asking how my my trip was, and he happened to be texting me that as I was uh, applying a bunch of shit to the 300. 300 mosquito bites. Mosquito bites. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have probably everything that Courtney Love has now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Oh. Yes. Feels good to be back. It's college football season. Now it's official. I've done my vacation.
0: All right. The deep dive is upon us.
1: I'm speaking the English now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Let's go, (laughs) baby. We are also joined by third man in the booth, the DFS God himself, which you can still play DFS college football with us all year long. But also USFL DFS action. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking brew, making, tobacco road, living the free lock given farmer, farmer Herndon basketball league MVP. Give him NC. Nick in the place to be there
2: we go. What's going on guys.
1: I feel like I got a song for you here, right? Uh, let's go. Uh, <laughs> I try to find this every time and I fail, <laughs> but let's, uh, let's uh Where's my Where's my Bosworth song? Keep, He's rusty.
0: Just got back into the northern hemisphere. Right? Right? Um, Everything's backwards. How
1: are the, the, the backwards toilet spinning toilets? toilets? Yeah did
0: that did that fuck with you a little bit? The what? The backwards spinning uh, toilet water?
1: A, a little bit, but it was more so the fact that their toilets don't have like a fucking door on them. You know what I mean? <laughs> the, the minor detail. Dude, by the way, they just they don't give a fuck. Uh, like some <laughs> some of those places. I paid to go. First off, you try. I was taking a, a a bus, no bathrooms at the bus station. So then I go to a restaurant, right, and I pay to use their bathroom, right. Oof. I give them American currency to use their bathroom. Yeah. No shitter. So and I was trying to take <laughs> shit. So that was not. So then I'm like, what am I going to ask for the money back? You know yeah, what I mean? Even offered. though I was, I went in the bathroom. So did I was you, like,
0: did you just take a dump in the urinal?
1: No, I just uh, I held it like a true American, dude. You didn't say
0: numero uno or numero
1: dos. (laughs) God,
0: we sound like such idiots here.
1: (laughs) Anyway, my point is, is that it was uh, they they just if they have a door for a men's bathroom. This is not just like this one had a door you had to open and everything, and then just one urinal. It's like wait. (laughs) Great. What are you doing here? Are All you right? What are you doing here? You can take a dump of that, that urinal. You have to, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did think about this, but I was like, you know, I could wait. I, I'm a classy guy. This is the college experience. Right? This is the college football <laughs> experience, baby. And uh, well, let's uh, let's hop into uh, this action. Be- but before we do that, let's talk a little bit about uh, the old, the news. Well, the uh, light, light week on news. I found some of this news hilarious, though, because now,
2: Colby, I do have something I want to touch on a, a, a review I wanted to read. I forgot last <laughs> week uh,
0: w- okay. would now
2: be a good time to do sure. that. fire away. <laughs> so first off, it's a, a five star review from flaccid pirate mm-hmm. flaccid- and uh, titled <laughs> love the podcast. So just real quickly, he says. You know what NC State leads the all-time series against ECU 19 games to 13. Mm-hmm. NC State also has also won the last 3 games in the series by a combined score of 113 to 29. Uh, and did, the most yeah. recent matchup hold your tongue uh featured ECU kicker Owen Daffner absolutely shank a 41-yard field goal in a 21 to 20 victory. The extra for points
1: he <laughs> shanked multiple extra points. That too. Yeah. But uh.
2: hey, first off, five-star review. This is a guy who puts up with all your anti-NC state bullshit and still goes out and gives us a five-star review. He's a real man to be able to put up with that. And we appreciate the review. And I agree. With everything he said. <laughs> uh, I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets
1: <laughs> uh, look, here's the real deal. All right. The real deal was that Scotty Montgomery was a mole. All right. Put in by the, by the other Carolina schools. Cause ECU was beating the shit out of him. Look, look, I got and come back at you. ECU had won three straight prior to Scotty Montgomery. All right. <laughs> so uh I feel like we're just gonna fuck you up the next time because our program's back on 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 track. Your program, you was there. Saying,
0: that was a friggin' awesome game last year,
1: dude. ECU I, I know you guys were both passionate, yeah. and
0: it probably hurts you, and I'm sure Nick loved it, probably sweated bullets throughout it. But as a as a kind of a neutral fan, just pure entertainment, and, great and, football.
1: And look, Mike Houston did come up on the short side of that, but the other two, Scotty Montgomery years, by the way, fifty eight to three and and thirty six or thir- thirty four to six. That's the mole, all
2: right. That's that skews that that record that over the last three games and that that point yeah. differential is true. That that definitely skews it pretty badly.
1: Well, you see it with governments all the time. You let one mole in and the government starts <laughs> going downhill. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, look, I wanted to touch base, and by the way, shout out to uh, whatever's been happening at this SGPN studio because I uh, I reached. So I open up the fridge, and I see a Heineken. <laughs> And I open up the Heineken and I go, Oh, great, we got
0: a Heineken. Uh, don't sit- try and I'm play I'm sitting it off. down
1: here with Patty C and I go, Oh, this Heineken, I haven't had a Heineken. I go, they got a new new look. And then I go, I'm reading it and I go, Alcohol free. Oh, what
0: the fuck okay. is happening here? Real 0.0, huh? Yeah, they got
1: me. Whoa. Col-
0: <laughs> All right. Colby is actually Ram you know, Dundee. Ram Dundee got yeah. drunk under the table and now he's got to take a few days off. Admit it. <laughs> no, no, no. Couldn't handle that Dude, I was, Colombian. I was, I, I, smoke. I was
1: with my wife's parents some of that time. I couldn't do Jaeger bombs, you know what I mean? Although I did introduce them into uh how to properly make a margarita. No. You introduced them to how to properly wow. make a margarita? Dude, I made about forty margaritas for a whole party. I was bartending yep. my ass off over there. No tips, nothing. Just just for the love of the margaritas. Hey.
0: You <laughs> know relate. what I mean? Let's go. How about nose beers? I feel like they have uh <laughs> some of the finest Those beers are thriving, finest bruise yeah. uh, on yeah. the market down do there. Do a few oh.
1: nose beers, shoot an AK 47 up into the air. Not, uh, you know, not the, not, the, not the worst time in the world, not the worst time in the world. You know, no. Uh All right. I want to get to some of this news. Uh, Kevin Warren, not a big fan of Kevin Warren. You know, I know he had complaints with, with college athletics, like on day one of him entering uh, being the commissioner of the Big 10. What were the uh complaints day one again? Well, he just talked about he, he, the the model sucks, which in a way I mean I guess I can agree with certain things, but I he's a pro guy and that's yeah. what you saw them when them got USC. He came from where? Chicago, the Bears. You no, know, he came from the Vikings. Now the he's Vikings. with the Bears. Oh, okay, yeah. But um you know, he 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 did this deal, and, and first off, he canceled the season during COVID. Yeah, remember, and all the presidents were like, "Gene Smith, Ohio State's uh, what? He didn't talk to us? Yeah, what's going on here?" Um, so he did all this shit like that, you know. And then, uh, you know, normally you have your commissioner stay for like over a decade. I feel like traditionally, he was just like, "No, I'm out of here." Got the TV deal done. Well, that TV deal was a little bit phony. I don't know if you guys caught this. I find this hilarious on all the counts here. So he sold the big 10 championship game to NBC with NBC unaware that Fox owned it. So oh. uh, not accurate on the amount of money that they'll be making. Actually, it's going to be 6 million less per school. So it'd be about 59 million, I believe, as opposed to 65 million. How's that possible that he sold oh. it to
2: somebody else when someone else owned it?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they just didn't do their due diligence or what, but I can tell you it did happen. And here's another thing. Now that NBC is kind of calling the shots because they have the big 10 deal, um, Michigan and Ohio state complaining that they have night games in November. And they had that in their previous contract that uh, they did not play night games in November. What little bitches <laughs> is right? too cold. <laughs> yeah. What? what the hell? It on. dropped seven degrees when the sun goes down. What? I mean, I find out this and then I, I, I go back to all of my scheduling arguments over the past five years of the show. And I say, you know what? This is what I mean by them. They show favoritism to their biggest brands, and it's a crack of shit. Cause I, I could have swear I've seen a lot of Minnesota and Indiana night games in November. Right? Night games are an advantage.
2: Penn State <laughs> wants a night game. Your yeah. crowd is rowdier for a night game. They've been tailgating all day. You so, want a noon tip? Come I on, f- that makes more uh, yeah. sense.
1: But now it's great that they're complaining. And, you know, NBC, I feel like, is like, well, we just invested a shit ton of money. We want to get night games. Now I find that good for the sport person. I think it should be fair to all 14 or 35 teams in the Big 10, whatever the fuck <laughs> the number is, right? Should be fair. We're looking for it to be as fair as possible. But what I don't like is what happened to our Penn State at Michigan State game, which you end the season with. Now it's supposed to be their their rivalry, the Land Grant Trophy. Um <laughs> Penn State at Michigan State has moved to Black Friday and I thought, "Oh, right on." And it's being played at Ford field. Yeah. Disgusting. I mean, but this is the problem when you, this is what, this is the problem when you sell out guys, when you sell out and let TV execs in charge a, they don't know the history of the fucking sport. And you're going to have your senior day now at the fucking lion stadium. The day after Thanksgiving, this is terrible. And yeah. it made me, it made Dude, me actually go back Neutral site
0: game on the last game of the season.
1: neutral site conference game too. What the fuck are we well, doing? They, they here? might not have yeah. senior
0: day
2: on that night that the senior day still might be the last home. Well, game, yeah. Well, clearly still, it's, still, it's not going to be
1: now, but yeah, I mean, uh, I just find this so sad to me. Like it, it, and, and I know Michigan state fans are furious about this because Penn state fans are going to travel really well. so. I, it's going to be like 60 40 probably Michigan State to Pitt State and yeah you're you lost a home game but uh, if, is this every year though or is it just this? no year? just this year but I, the, I we could see a lot more of this because I believe it was the NBC so pushing next year it's gonna be in like Philly or something it's gonna be the Eagle Stadium I don't know I'm just yeah. saying that you know the 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 NBC seemed to be the the driving force behind this but what's what's hilarious about this what to me, is I went back and listened to our episode from two years ago where Penn state played at Michigan state in the snow and NC, Nick was saying, it's great. I went right, right to it. And I said, how about this game? And you said, isn't this the, the greatest thing that we, what makes college football so great to quote you, NC Nick, you said that. And you said all these other NFL games going on this weekend, but that Penn state, Michigan state game in the snow, back and forth game, it was incredible. And now to see what they're doing to this game. It's just fucking brutal, man. It, this is why I'm like I need to jo- I need to start just only watching the FCS. That's the way I feel. I'm like, because I, I, the, the 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 longtime college football fan, even Michigan State fans on social media, I felt like m- the majority
0: of comments were Michigan State fans being what the what the fuck. Well, I feel like Penn State should have the same reaction. You know, it's. Uh I'm sure Penn state wants to play and in a, if
1: you're Penn state, I think you're happy college. with no, that. I'm oh, sure It yeah. makes it yeah. easier for them. Yeah. I'm sure
0: it makes it a little easier for them. So I guess from a winning and losing standpoint that makes Penn state fans happy. But in terms of playing a rivalry game that is relevant and you know, people watch and say, this is a great game. No, that, that Penn state and Michigan state always struggled to be rivals. I mean, it's been a competitive series, but there is a state in between the two of them. So geographically speaking, it doesn't really make sense as a rivalry. They're kind of just the leftovers that Ohio state and Michigan didn't want, you know,
2: Yeah, it's also, it's not like that stadium's any bigger than Michigan state stadium.
1: No, Michigan so, state's
2: bigger by yeah, 10,000 so, people. Yeah, so absolutely.
1: Fucking hilarious. But um, you know, and I got a shout out to shout out to Ben, Ben uh, commandments on Twitter who DM would me. He said, you know, uh, Michigan State fan here. I just want to know what the fuck are they doing, moving the last game to Ford Field? I am out of state for work, and now the one game I'm going back for in Michigan, I don't even get to go back on campus. This is a bummer for the students uh, and the alumni. Uh, and he also said he's big picked up b- picked on defense. So shout out to you, brother. <laughs> All right, um, but yeah. Well, how about shout out to Benny Furman in the chat who doesn't
2: ring a bell? Maybe his first time. Uh, another guy from Iowa. It feels like we have a lot of fans in Iowa.
1: Oh, like I'm wearing my perfect for my Hayden Fry t-shirt. God's he country. pointed that out. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh Iowa Just keep keep Kirk Ference, all right? Don't don't, <laughs> don't don't jump the gun here. Kirk Ference is a fucking great coach. All right? Yeah. He'll have everyone, winning the Rose Bowl again yeah. in a
0: year or two and all everything it will be rosy again. Every, pun intended.
1: Everyone that is 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 upset with, that they have Kirk Ferrance is a fucking idiot. All right? They're a fucking idiot. Uh, but yeah, hopefully you're not one of them. Uh, all right. Uh, but Penn state, Michigan state moved to black Friday, Ford field. I, I almost want to boycott watching this game. Awful. awful. yeah. I don't pff, boycott. Yeah. I think I'm doing it. I think I'm doing it. think I'm
0: doing,
2: it. <laughs> not, think I'm doing well, it. The good thing about black Friday is that there's a ton of games.
0: So you don't necessarily yeah. have to watch that one, I'm not going to boycott a neutral site football game. I'm still going to watch it, but and Michigan it's just going to be might- worse.
2: Michigan State might be, you know, battling for that bull that six win, that game. It could be a, a big game for them.
1: <laughs> True, probably not now that yeah. they're not at home. Yeah, yeah. Could, that would probably. I mean, honestly, that probably is going to hurt their chances. Uh, yeah. Got Blanton says got tickets to North Carolina, Clemson in November. Could be a huge game to decide the ACC championship. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. Support your local college football rivalry, folks. We've been saying it for years. All right, I don't care if Wee Hawks in the chat. He's a Western Carolina fan. Does not matter what D two, D three, NAIA, FCS. Go out support your local college football rivalry. We got Joe Hackney in the chat. He's a big
2: fan of Northeast football. Him and Patty C eye to eye. Oh, oh yeah. I think Patty we might be. C, C eye
1: to I. All right. Ooh, ooh. I think we might be playing some Northeast football on this slate. Uh, so I have the top pick in the the Week Eight draft. Uh, yeah,
0: by the way, yeah, is this the best week of the college football season?
1: Could, oh, it's loaded. Could be. You know, if it's you put loaded. picked on D as commissioner, you know how I gave away my. I did a rivalry week episode, right? Yeah. And you know, a lot of schools have two or three rivalries. Yeah. I propose, uh, if I am put in charge, that the second rivalry week be Halloween. All right. That makes sense. And if there's a third wire rivalry, it should be the final week of September. I like that. So you keep every month you have this motivation saying yes, on a high note. ECU NC state end of November or end of September every year. Let's go.
2: Let's go. I like it. I like oh. it. This is also, this also signifies <laughs> the, the second half of the college football season begins in week eight.
1: There we go. Let's get into it. Uh, we got a lot of, uh, what did you think of the whole week before I guess I I take my First pick here, uh, NC Nick, Patty C. What do you guys make of Week Eight? I know you said it was the best, Patty C. It's fucking loaded, man.
2: It's I mean, there's great games. There's uh, what eight weekday
0: games? Nine, I mean, this-
1: nine if you include a little FCS North Carolina Central at Morgan State on there we go. Thursday night.
0: There we there's go. Serious th- th- this- revenge factors in in play here.
2: Yeah, this has everything you want. It has you know rivalry games, you know top-notch teams, weekday games. You name it, this week has got it. Let's do it. I do wish there was
1: another Friday game. Yeah, they were okay. If you want to, if you want to poke a hole, good point. Get pick, put pick on you in charge. We get a couple, couple Friday games. Yeah, let's go three. Let's go three. Um, All right, but look, I'm on the clock. Let's get it going. Well, I know cam shout out to cam Kerr. Great guy helps out with the golf gambling podcast, the sports gambling podcast, and uh, the college football experience and college basketball experience. And I think college baseball experience. Um, He did this Utah graphic. I gave him, I said, week eight preview. I can't go there though, because I'm going to Columbus where they won't play this one at night because apparently they're pussies, Um, (laughs) but Penn state, Ohio state, I find, I find this rivalry actually like I know it's not like quote unquote like one of the top rivalries in college football. Yeah. But I kind of love this game every year. Yeah. I feel like this game is better than expectations or something, or better than what people think. Um, so give me Penn State at Ohio State. And I think this year, you know, Ohio State's got a lot of question marks, Penn State, a lot of hype. I feel like Penn State has let them off the hook a couple times. I remember one, uh, what was that? I, you came, you, we watched this one at the oh bar yeah. in downtown LA a couple of years ago, where they had like a fourteen point lead when they had Saquon. Yeah. In Columbus, they should have won. Oh, they this returned game. the opening kickoff. Yes, off. Yeah. yes.
0: And then um, the other one when they had a, a a pretty decent lead late and blew that one. Oh yeah,
1: they're notorious. And then the, the, even the one they won was was one they should have lost when they blocked the yeah, kick. exactly. Yeah. Uh, but Penn State at Ohio State, NC Nick, you grew up a Nittany Lion fan. Um, yeah, you went to those second mile uh uh, football (laughs) camps. No, I'm joking. Uh, uh, A blast. uh, (laughs) Learned a lot. Uh, 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 It's a great game, man. How was uh? Sandusky's basement. It was well, nice. You right? know,
2: Sandusky was a very hands-on coach
1: <laughs> uh, Oh man. Uh, yeah. So Penn state at Ohio state though. It is a great game. And
2: uh, it is a great game. Yeah. Now, Franklin is only one and eight against the Buckeyes. And uh, yeah, there was that stretch uh, 2016, 17, 18 Penn state one in 16, and then lost by one point in both 17 and 18. Since then it hasn't quite been as close, but usually the game is always competitive. I prefer it in happy Valley though, instead of in Columbus, still a great game, but I don't know if it would have been my number
0: one, definitely top five talking some trash top three, top three. Okay. Let me tell you what last year's game, you know, was deceptive as far as the very misleading school. Penn state had the lead after what? After three quarters? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Didn't wasn't it like one Ohio State defender? What's what's the guy's name? He's out of out of Southern California or Hawaii, the, yeah, I believe. The, uh, like, JT uh yeah, Taoamalua or something. Had the greatest game ever was like Derek Thomas uh, yeah. with his seven sacks, the safety picked yeah. or fumble six or whatever you would
0: call that. Yeah. I sacks. Mean, he, he just
1: killed it. Uh Patty C this is this is the, the top game of the week for you or what?
0: Let me, uh, I knew this one was going to be played, so I didn't even pay attention to it. I think it probably would be, obviously there's several others that would be in uh, competition for it, but this is my favorite, you know, I love this rivalry. And like I've said before, like the, 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 the big time rivalries is Ohio state, Michigan better than this rivalry. Yes, easily. That's so much fun to watch every year, but this one just because it isn't given the love. The 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 level of unspoken hatred. You, you know what sucks though
1: when that we don't get when when they get rid of divisions because I, I assume it's gonna be next year. We're not gonna have this game every year. Like Ohio State Michigan, they're gonna make that happen every
0: year. Yeah, well, yeah. I think this might be one of the protected rivalries. There's no really? way Ohio State. They're gonna them.
1: but they're gonna just keep both those for Ohio State.
0: Yeah, and then I saw USC Uh, as another one. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they dropped out. I think Colby's right.
1: Yeah, that would be really. I mean, look, they're already bitching about night games. You think they're? You think they're gonna just deal them the top two teams? there, You know, arguably top two of the top three besides them. Yeah, that's true. Uh,
0: I think uh, I don't know. The Big Thirty-three football game had been between Ohio and Pennsylvania at the high school level for a long time, so. To me, these states are more similar than Ohio State and or Ohio and Michigan. Penn, yeah. Pennsylvania yeah. and Ohio seem like they should be natural. You got rivals. all those
1: legends too. Like Ohio produces t- yeah. a ton of football you legends. Steelers, two, two great yeah. football yeah. states. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Pennsylvania, state. Joe Namath, fucking Joe Montana. You can yeah. just go on and on and on about all the great players that come out of those states. Where Michigan has what they got? Like I'm sure they have their share. Yeah, got, Andre <laughs> Andre rising. get out of here! All right, come on. Um, uh, all right. NC Nick, you are on the clock.
2: Well, it's tough because there are some great ones, but uh, I'm no Johnny coming lately over here. Okay. So I'm going to take a game that started in 1901. And I see our guy, GBO Farms, is in the chat. The most iconic moment of college football last year was probably carrying the goalpost into the fucking river. And that's the game I'm going to do. That's the revenge in Tuscaloosa now, Tennessee at Alabama. Yeah, the Tide won 15 in a row, but that got snapped last year, and I think this is makes for a very fun matchup this year.
1: I mean, obviously, I think that was the game of the season last year. That that game from the reaction. I mean, the SEC is trying to change the fucking rules after they took the goalpost to the river. You know, we even did a T-shirt. You can still get it. Go to college. Go to sportsgatheringpodcast dot com slash store. Here's my only concern. I mentioned this before, and I know GBO Farms in the chat. Love GBO Farms, great guy. But um, I I did pull up. I went through every single all 133 schools um, in one score games and what their record are. You know, I know Phil Steele does this shit too, where he looks at it and looks at the luck meter. Tennessee, I think, went undefeated in one score games. Um, can that continue? And and also, they haven't won a Tuscaloosa since, I mean, since Patty C was at JMU. I feel like um, when's the, when, when <laughs> God, is the last been time, a while. <laughs> when was the last 2003 was the last Ooh. time they won in Tuscaloosa and even Ooh. that was five overtimes. Um, so they haven't beaten Sabin once and they play every year. It's not like one of those A and M a and yeah,
2: but Tennessee yeah. went through their stretch of bad coaches. It sounds it's, it seems like they finally landed
0: a pretty good one. So maybe oh, that'll change.
1: He's a Mike Leach guy. Well, we're, we're a Mike Leach program here.
0: Who's the yeah, uh, Josh U, UCF uh, head coach now that just just left? Gus Malzahn? No, or USF rather. Oh, uh, Alex Galesh. Galesh. Yeah. That's it. Uh, with him gone, you know who knows? I mean, he'd been running the show for uh, several years now. Yeah, correct?
1: but but I think knows you he know, Heiple knows it. Yeah. I
0: mean, uh, before him. Um, Oklahoma's offensive coordinator, or I guess it had been Jeff no, Levy was yeah. there running yeah. the show With when they had the number point. one yeah. offense in the country uh, under him. So I do think that, uh, you know, they'll probably be fine, but still, a new coordinator is a new coordinator.
1: Are you at all worried that uh, they <laughs> these games have been some blowouts at Tuscaloosa? 52 24, 35 13, 45 7. There was a four, a 1914 game in 2015, but other than that, all You're the ones. one that's
2: been telling me that Alabama's not the same as a couple of years ago, and they have a new quarterback. Also, true. I, but I worry about the road. I worry about
1: the road sure. more than I oh, do Tuscaloosa. Fair
0: but fair yeah, enough.
1: all right, fair enough. There, Patty. See what do you make of Bama, Tennessee?
0: Well, of course, after last year, it has to be on the list, very high on the list. Uh, if Tennessee, I mean, uh, them beating Alabama seemed even more unlikely than Michigan, you know, beating Ohio State a couple of years ago. Uh, but obviously now with two years in a row of Michigan beating Ohio state, they seem like they're in control and maybe even will be favored this year at home. So if Tennessee gets Alabama on the road, like Michigan did Ohio state last year, then going back to Tennessee next year, mm. whoa, Nelly, is there a new team in control of the sec? Well, I guess the east Alabama no, Alabama's in the west. So it's not quite a divisional <laughs> matchup, but it still has. Uh, pretty big implications and and Georgia's still in the way but either way Tennessee ha- will have officially arrived uh if they pull this off again.
1: And remember this year Tennessee gets Georgia in Knoxville. You win this. Watch out. Watch is out. Is this now. game
2: still the biggest game on Tennessee's
1: schedule and
2: is it the biggest on Alabama's schedule no, as I far see, as cause, rivalries cause,
1: go? No, I think Tennessee's biggest game is Georgia because I think they can beat all the other teams in the SEC East and if you lose this but beat Georgia you're in yeah. the SEC championship.
0: As far as rivalries go, though, I do think it's still significantly bigger than Georgia. There just haven't been many moments with Georgia. you talk
1: about the crazy Hail Mary
0: game. Oh, yeah, that's true. Double Hail Mary game. Yeah, that, that
1: it was, was wild. That was fucking wild. Okay, games I <laughs> um, All right, Patty, see you're on the clock.
0: Well, I'm going to say this, and I'm, I might deserve the blowback that I'm going to get here, but this game. While it doesn't have the traditional sexiness uh of a lot of the other games that are still left on the slate, TCU and Kansas State were both in the Big Twelve Championship game last year. Uh TCU did uh manage to get to the national championship despite losing to K State in the Big Twelve Championship game. And TCU dealt Kansas State one of its biggest blows uh, last year. Uh K
1: State was gonna beat them. So. I am so convinced. They're up eighteen when
0: both quarterbacks go down. K state lost three regular season games last year. Was it? Yeah. So th- this game didn't keep them out of the playoff necessarily, but um, maybe, maybe it impacted some later games either way. Uh, both of these two teams are, you know, certainly were top 10 teams last year. And do you think either of them has that potential this year, Kansas state, hundred yeah. percent,
1: Kansas state returns their whole offensive line. I think they actually are going to become a more physical run team. And I, I like Deuce Vaughn, but I just don't, he wasn't a guy you can give the ball 30 times to and really make you fucking, you know,
0: feel the pain. Yeah, anytime you have tr- the body of a eight Tresha tr-
1: ward though, from Florida state, that transfer that they brought in, he could, he's good. He's good. And I think behind that seasoned offensive line and the fact that will Howard has gotten better and better at throwing the ball. He can also run the ball too.
0: TCU remains a question, um, but uh, I, we slept on sunny Dykes before and he surprised us. Can he do it again?
1: Can he do it again, NC Nick? What do you make? Uh, Big, big, big hater of the Big Twelve. Noted hater Uh, of the Big Twelve.
2: I had this as a top five game, not a top three game. I think that graphic behind you probably deserved to be played at at number three. But this was the. I mean, both these games were interesting last year. Both teams have a lot of potential. It's a great
1: game. I just would have played it
2: maybe one spot after
1: this. You might be right. You might be right. Uh, Well, I mean, you know, this all-time series. uh, K State leads nine to eight. They they have been playing for for a hundred years though, they played this uh, back in uh, 1922 the first time ever where K State won 45 nothing. What's up, Sammy Ball? (laughs) Right? Uh, But yeah, I mean, uh, I I I think it's a good play. I I would have played one over it, one over it, and uh, since it's my pick, (laughs) look. there's one team that's uh been a problem, been a thorn for Lincoln Riley. And that is the Utah Utes, who, by the way, own I saw NC Nick tweeting out some facts, them joining the Pac twelve and now looking to go to three straight uh, you know, Rose Bowls, three straight Pac twelve championships, perhaps. So just you, just thirteen years ago they were in the Mountain West. Thirteen years ago. They won two national championships in the early. Now in, they're dominating a power five conference. They won a national championship in '04 and '08, um, and uh, yeah, they they are they're dominating. That's crazy. I remember the days of Scott Mitchell; they're barely winning. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is a series that actually is a little closer than I mean. USC's been so dominant historically, most most draft picks in NFL history, and yet the series, the all time series, is twelve to nine. And really, Utah's held their own since joining the Pac-12 against. Against uh, against USC, so So they more
0: than held their own last year. They've
1: won three straight against USC, and they've won four of six. So uh, even their losses, there was one game in 2020 that they actually like got beat down. But besides that, their other loss was a one score game at the Coliseum. Uh, This shouldn't surprise us. USC was pretty damn average, you know, for
2: most of their (laughs) most of Utah's tenure in the Pac-12. Yeah, they were still USC, though. No
1: surprise. Yeah, so I mean, but this this is a game that
0: I feel like Utah is so great at home. If you're going to get them, you want to get them on the road. Well, they handed them their only two losses last year outside of the Tulane game, which was a a miraculous comeback by Tulane. So give them credit, which was a one point win for Tulane. But uh, twelve and two prior to that, uh, I should say uh, eleven and two. So USC probably really has this game circled on their calendar, whether they can do anything about it. I mean, 47 to 24, and it doesn't even seem like it was that close. Utah
1: Cameron rising back too. So it's not like Utah is, you know, I, we know Kayla Williams. Everyone would say best player in college football. And they're probably right. But cam rising, he's definitely one of the better quarterbacks in college football. He's back. And then Kyle Whittingham I think one of the better coaches in all of college football. Where would you Cam put Cam Rising? Is three and zero against
2: the Trojans. Oh, okay, I mean. so 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 Caleb Williams can win, you know, all the uh, trophies he wants. Cam Rising's winning the football games.
1: Mm, mm, mm. Where would you put? Would you put Whittingham As you think he's a top ten college football coach, Nick? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ha- how could you not? Said what? What he's done with Utah over the last few years? How could you not?
1: Yeah, over the I mean, over the
2: long haul, he was he was part of those staffs, but but especially because right now they they're they're playing at such a a high level year in year out.
0: You have to, yeah. Yeah. Top ten, easily. Top five. I want to see him. You know, obviously, an expanded playoff would help him because. But I do think you know losing to Florida kind of inexcusable last year, and that's the difference between a. But they also play eleven power fives. True, but it like was this the first game Florida of the season Florida
1: and Baylor, sure. But it's at it's at the swamp. That ain't no, no cakewalk. Tennessee Tennessee lost it at the swamp last year, didn't they? Sure,
0: sure. I mean Did I'm not they? saying I don't it's remember Cakewalk yeah. City or anything, but should have won that game. They were a much better team that really crushed his they would have been in the playoffs if they had won that, right? Probably, right? I don't remember <sighs> every Unreal. game.
1: But um yeah, anyway, that's my play. NC Nick, you're on the clock. <laughs>
2: I think it's definitely the last great rivalry this week. And let's go back to the big 10 Michigan at Michigan state, uh, you know, yeah, Michigan state, you know, under Tucker, I don't know. We're, we're not sure what they're going to be, but look, Harbaugh is only four, he's four and four versus party and Mel Tucker's one-to-one versus Harbaugh. And it is a great annual rivalry and it's at Michigan state. So if it's going to be close, this is probably the year it's going to be close, uh, You've, you kind of feel like Michigan state may be trending downward. Obviously Michigan is crushing it now, but it's still a great rivalry every year. So anything
1: can happen. I'm still, I'm still petty. He was, he witnessed my, uh, my large wager on, uh, on Michigan uh, when the, the punt game essentially <laughs> the fucking I had a pun. I, I I had a lot of money on Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, and that fucking scumbag punter uh, couldn't couldn't. He just look, just lay down. Don't. What are you doing? What are you doing? Just- well,
0: it's a little bit of a tough spot looking back at that play because I want to say they were up like what two or three points. At that point, and they're at their own forty-yard line. There was only three seconds left, or something like. There was seconds. like seven, but so yeah. they're going to
1: throw a hail mary. They're no, they
0: kick a long-ass field no, goal. Potentially, but that fucking cold weather. Probably not. Yeah. It was a terrible, terrible fuck up.
1: Terrible fuck up. Michigan and Michigan State. Mel Tucker leads the series, I believe. Right. That's part of his million, his hundred million-dollar contract, right? I think Mel Tucker's one and on one now. No, I think he's two and one. I think he's two and, Is one, he two and one. I think he won the first two. Maybe. You're yeah. Right. They, I think you, cause they got him in 2020 and then 21 when they had the 11 and two season.
0: Yeah. You're crazy to think that just because they've had a little trouble lately that Michigan state is out of this game, especially at home. Uh, I mean, what, what's Michigan state's quarterback situation. They lost
1: their starting wide receiver and their quarterback in the past two weeks. Well, in 2020 it was Mark D'Antoni. No, that was Tucker's first year. Well, then this website is wrong. Damn it. Yep. Because I know this because I'm a Colorado Wins, fan. speedia
2: Usually we can rely on WinSpedia, but I'm showing right now twenty. Until twenty, yeah, Michigan State won twenty-seven twenty-four, but it has D'Antoni listed, but. I think you're right. That's I know wrong, I'm right. right. I know yeah, I'm you're right. right. Yeah. Um, so once again, the base better than the, than the internet,
1: Dundee, <laughs> the internet is no yes. longer undefeated. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so, uh, but also Michigan state, I mean, what I feel like if you go pre 2008, this was a, a rivalry dominated by Michigan, but after 2008, it is what uh, 14, 14 to five, is what Michigan state is leading that series. at?
0: Big brother. (laughs) They are big brother. Little brother grew up. There we go. Shout out to lane. Elliott says, yo,
1: yo, what's good. My guys, I always enjoy hearing the college football talk. Let's go. Uh, Appreciate you. Hopefully you're watching on, on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience for me, that was an obvious top five. Yeah. I think that, that? well, the only problem is I think this year it could get uh, like three weeks ago. I felt a lot better of that being a better game. True. Losing True. some of those key pieces, you're like, ooh, I don't know, but. An obvious it, top five
2: and a heater of a top five. Weehawk yeah. says, is, is Pick Dundee better than Allen Iverson? <laughs> <laughs> well, Pick I'm Dundee. I, I know it's AI. Not a game. He's, not a game.
1: Yeah. It right? says AI. Yeah. I, I was
0: joking there. Right. Um <laughs> But uh anyway, look. Before, Kobe doesn't believe in practice either. Everything's <laughs> yeah. on the yeah. Yeah, no On practice. the fly. You do right? it live. That's Fuck right. it. We'll do it
1: live to quote the great Bill O'Reilly, huh? The like, great? How about that, <laughs> I'm not a Bill O'Reilly guy. I'm just saying, you know, he makes great quotes. Or, I, I gotta uh, be, be honest. Like, great great. That's clip. what I'm saying. It's a great clip. It's like the Berman duh. You know, <laughs> like have you, have you seen that one where he's talking about the Canadian border? I don't feel it. <laughs> and get oh, you gotta watch that clip. Anyway, Dude, I, I like you,
2: uh, Dustin's idea here. Chat Dundee instead of uh, that Chat GP
1: or whatever. Yeah, chat yeah. yeah. Oh, and you just sit there and answer hey, yeah. everyone's questions. And, I, and I'm not a Bill O'Reilly guy. All right, uh, I, 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 I like we, his auto parts, but we, we heard you the first time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, you <laughs> Mo- know. Moving that. on. All right, I'm more of a uh, what was that quarterback for? Uh, Oregon? Is it O'Reilly in the nineties? You're more of a, of a yeah of a. Of a Chet Lemon guy, love Chet Lemon, love yeah. Chet Lemon, Detroit Tigers. Uh, not, <laughs> not, not Don, Don Lemon. Lemon, Chet
0: Lemon, same uh, yeah, difference. Chet
1: <laughs> Lemon, Don. Ha, Don ha, Le- he got me, Patty <laughs> got
0: me.
1: Don Lemon, he's an unemployed too, right? Did they? Fight, is O'Reilly? Does he still have a job? I don't fucking know. Lim- Limbaugh's dead,
2: right? I think so.
1: Yeah.
0: What uh, about Alex Jones? Is Alex Jones
1: still doing this thing? See, offensive tackle.
0: Kobe's not a Tucker Carlson guy. He's a Cody Carlson guy.
1: That's right. That (laughs) is a hundred percent right. That's the only commanders I know. All right. Uh, Folks subscribe to the college football experience, but right now I got to get us paid. I want to tell you.
0: This episode is brought to you by Pepsi wild cherry. Pepsi wild cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but
1: whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can
0: indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild.
1: That, the college football experience, is brought to you by Edge Boost. Yeah, have you signed up for Edge Boost yet? You need to. Because because you're really missing out. Edge Boost is the world's first bet now pay later Visa card, similar to uh, buy now pay later programs. Patty C, which I know you're used to. Uh, Edge Boost enables you to uh, double your bet with no interest and pay back the uh, the uh, advance over four equal weekly installments. That's right, zero percent interest. Simply deposit funds into your account, and Edge Boost will match the deposit, so you can use two times the amount of uh, you know. The funds on any legal sports betting site Edge currently offers up to $2500 in advances up to $2500 you can get added to your bankroll. My Edge Boost Double Down Play of the week is going back to the Pittsburgh Maulers. Subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast which we all host. Um up to uh yeah, so look uh We'll talk more about that on the USFL gambling podcast, but that's, that's my lock. Go to a slash edge to sign up today. That's sports slash edge must be 21 years or older to use only valid in legal gambling states. Gambling problem call 1 800 gambler. All right. We are back on the college football experience and Patty is on the clock
0: fun games fun games all over the place, but I'm taking you one that is interesting. And this is, you know, this is ships passing in the night, you know, the the quintessential new blood versus old blood game here. And who is the new face of the big 12, potentially the golden Knights of UCF traveling to Norman stadium in Oklahoma, Woo!
1: Dylan Gabriel <laughs> against his old school. I like that angle.
0: JRP, John rice, Plumlee, uh potentially trying to light up Oklahoma, a six and six Oklahoma team last year. I uh, mean, six and seven, six and seven. That's right. Yeah. Meanwhile, Gus Malzahn getting it figured out toward the end of the year with the golden Knights. Um, UCF won a national championship more recently than Oklahoma. <laughs> that's true. Uh, no uh, offensive coordinator. Why? Jeff Levy is still at what, Lebby wasn't at uh, at uh, yes he used to be at UCF he was at Josh UCF Ible, too yeah that's right okay so a couple angles there um, either way I'm just curious to see how UCF assuming Oklahoma is back on track and they weren't as bad as their record last year you we'll know. lost
1: a lot of close games and that uh, Red River shootout forty nine nothing but yeah besides that first year head coach um, too for Oklahoma, yeah. So, yeah
0: yeah animals um, yeah I think uh, UCF will give them a run for their money and potentially pull the upset. And that alone with all those angles makes it a fun one.
1: NC, Nick, UCF, Oklahoma. I don't believe they've ever played before, but I am going to double check. Um, it, it feels like a bowl game or something, right? It does. Yeah. Uh, but yeah,
2: I mean, I, I do think it's an intriguing game. I think there's going to be lots of offense. It's going to be high paced. Uh, it's going to be a fun game to watch, but if, if I'm, if I'm going to nitpick uh, and be honest. There's one other old Big 12 versus new Big 12 game I like better. Maybe I'll play it next if Colby
0: doesn't take.
1: shitting on everyone in your picks, Betty. See,
0: <laughs> you know uh, Nick's got a superiority complex over there. I'm curious which game he's got in mind. I mean, they are two good teams in the other game that I see, and one of them is one of my teams. So that should tell you right there that mm. I think this is the superior Ooh. game. I, I hey, brand names matter, Nick. This is TMZ, Pat. You're talking to, buddy.
2: My game has a brand name, also. You know, but and I think there's a little bit more of an interesting angle there. But let, let's just wait until and see. Let's see what Colby plays. Well, here.
1: I hate to do it to you, buddy, but <laughs> my brand. You want brand names? This team has won New Year's Six games against Florida State. They have beaten Oklahoma they have played for a national championship back in 79 against Joe Montana. And you know, the Texas Longhorns have always tried to duck play in the Houston Cougars. Cause they're a bunch of pussies. All right. Yep. And here we are, Texas at Houston, Dana Holgerson, you guys may not know this, but he kind of had a knack for fucking with Texas when he was at West Virginia. <laughs> and now he's back in the big 12 and he's at Houston. Please, please Houston Cougars. Like this is the, if you told me, Kobe, I give you 10 wins you can deem out to the college football world this season. <laughs> this is top five. This is top this five. This is on your wish list uh, this pretty This is top high. five. This might even be number one. No, Colorado, Nebraska would probably be my number one. Yeah. But this is close. This is really fucking close, man, because I know all the bullshit Texas has done to keep Houston down. Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah, that's true. This
1: is up there as one that I just please, Dana Holgerson. I don't care if you go one and 11, win this fucking game. Please win this game.
0: Patty, see what do you make of Houston against Texas? No, do we have that confirmed? Like that Texas had, I mean, that had always been kind of, I feel like a spoken rumor that I'd seen written on paper here and there that Houston obviously had wanted to come along. They were former Southwest Conference, uh, yeah. you know, uh, conference mates. And now, uh, once the Big 12 and Southwest Conference, or Big Eight and Southwest Conference merged to the Big 12, Houston was left out
1: because they wanted to recruit Houston. Yeah. They wanted to to get in there. They've
0: been stuck in group of five, uh, you know, no man's land for the last what? 30 years. And now Houston finally comes in and Houston, uh, Texas is on their way out. How about a fuck you? And uh, Texas
1: has won seven straight, but they haven't played in over 20 years. Folks haven't played in over 20 years. All right, go back to the Andre Ware, David Klingler. Uh, Jack Party was the head coach. They were fucking up Texas back in eighty seven, eighty eight, and eighty nine, ninety one. They Wasn't won four of five. Game that or
0: was it the SMU Texas game, or was it Houston Texas, where it was like one of the most blatant uh, home cooking on the uh, I think on it was Houston. Texas? I
1: think it was Houston. Yeah, Dude, you want to watch one game. of the worst uh, yeah. needs for instant replay of all time? We love college football here, but if you want to look at shady, like to me, the shadiest state, yeah. When it comes to uh, the way that SMU and also Houston got hit with the penalties in the early '90s, yeah, that is when Texas and Texas AM were doing the same shit. The state of Texas—that's Texas. some Friday night light yeah. shit. Where it's like <laughs> I didn't believe it yeah.
0: until I saw that video, and I was like, dude, two feet inbounds, yeah. easy.
1: And the refs like, nope, no. yeah, game over. <laughs> I tell you, yeah. everything was. Uh, uh, this is this is a huge game. This is a fucking huge game. Please, Houston, don't fuck this up. Nick, what are you making of this one?
2: you stole my thunder. This is the exact game I was talking about. Thank you big 12 for scheduling this because I can't wait to see what that Houston crowd looks like because you know, they're going to be salivating at the chance to knock off the Longhorns in their last year in the big 12. Dude, I think
1: if, if I had, a, if I had, if I was in charge of college game day, or if we had a jet SGPN where we go, this is the game <laughs> I'd be at. It wouldn't be Penn state, Ohio state. It wouldn't be Tennessee Bama. It would probably be Texas at Houston. Cause I want to be part of that misery.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just think Texas and Oklahoma road games this year in general are going to be heightened, you know, in our, in all of our lists because of the atmospheres that those two teams are going to walk into. But I feel like Texas is still hated more than Oklahoma. I feel like Oklahoma just kind of <laughs> latches well, onto them and, and rides their coattails. Yeah.
1: No, what well, Texas deserves more hatred because yeah. they haven't been winning and they, they, they think they have won national championships since integration. And they, they think there's some fucking like juggernaut, and it's like no. At least Oklahoma's won like almost every decade. You know what I mean? Like they're actually for for, for real. You know what I mean? Like Texas. Yeah.
0: Well, is, Texas. You know, let's be honest. They they are the state flagship school of the largest, like most populous state that actually gives a fuck about football. You know, I guess California has a few million more people, but as yeah. U.S. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. are they are Texas. They they are yeah. the brand that you know garners the most attention you know, whether it's deserved or not, whether it's deserved or not. All right, folks, I want to tell you before we get to the next
1: pick, which will be NC Knicks. Uh, that the college football experience is brought to you by Shady Rays and Shady May. Yes, yeah, Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also get a chance to win $500 of cold hard cash. Yeah, and Shady Ray has you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much, much more. Shady Rays has durable frames and extremely clear optics for all those outdoor adventures. All right, maybe you're going to some football games this fall. Don't go to the indoor ones, little pick Dundee advice, little tip for the pros. All right. Uh, Shady Rays has uh they have you covered though. Cause look, if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us to will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked look. And if you don't love them, you can also exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. So let's say you're maybe one of these Houston Cougar fans been waiting 30 fucking years or 25 years to play Texas. Oh, and you see that game on the schedule before they before they continue to be the sissies that they are and move along to another conference, even though they can barely win. Right. And you go to that game. Yeah, I'll take one. Uh, And you, you go to that game and you're having a great old time as Holgerson pulls off that magic fourth quarter comeback. You start talking shit to all the Texas Longhorn fans there. And some guy just pops you a shiner right in the face while you're wearing your sunglasses, breaks destroys. And then you destroy him because you know, let's be honest. You're a Houston Cougar fan. You're gonna win that fight. Uh, so you're broken. Your sunglasses are broken. All you got to do is tell Shady Razor. Not even gonna ask questions. They're not gonna ask if you were cherry bombed at the uh, at, uh, whatever stadium that is. So go to ShadyRays.com. Use that promo code SGPN for fifty percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. And look, right now, for our international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the UK. And remember, May is almost over, so make sure to take your receipt over to slash shady for your chance to win $500 in the Shady May contest. All right, we are back on our week eight preview. <laughs> NC Nick is on the clock. What are you doing? All right, maybe
2: a little bit of a drop off here. Maybe I'm playing this too soon, but I, I was going to take a Big 12 game and, y- and you stole it from me. So let me go back to what I know and let me steal a game from Patty C. <sighs> and let me play the first weekday game of the week. Woo! And that is Thursday night, Sun Belt, Fun Belt, baby. JMU at Marshall. Patty C remembers the thundering herd going into Bridgeforth <laughs> Stadium <laughs> Bridgeforth last connect.
0: year. Bridgeforth Connect.
2: <laughs> that right. too. And Kalan Leborn <laughs> running for a buck fifty and a couple <laughs> touchdowns again to that W.
0: Well, let me let me tell you what helps. Uh what, Sunbelt Offensive Player of the Year, Todd Santeo. I don't know if he played at all. At the very least, he was at, or at the very best, he was 50%. He, he did not play in that
2: game. Good point.
1: But you know what I can tell you? It doesn't matter what's Pettis's excuse for the other two times because they are winless against the Thundering Herd, 0 oh, 3 all time. But
2: also, to Pettis's point, in his absence, Billy Atkins, uh, who played quarterback for the Dukes that game, threw four picks.
0: You know, it was ugly. And Todd Senteo, maybe he had a burrito before the game. Right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, no. If he had had a burrito, he would have thrown four touchdowns. Let's be honest. Uh, That's performance enhancing drug right there. Uh, Look, it was tough. Yeah, and you know, having an in-state guy come come back home and slice us up like that—not very cool. I'm Uh, glad though there was someone that could give us some competition. It would have been pretty boring if we had come in and run the table year one. Now,
1: <laughs> to be fair, that was the first matchup ever in Harrisonburg. All right, and to not have your starting quarterback, the other two were in Huntington. Patty C lost uh, back in '94. Eric Cresser in overtime. Yeah, Took we're playing now. against like
0: Randy yeah. Moss. Give me a break. No, nah, Well, I do want to see what. Been, what
2: yeah a home crowd in the state of West Virginia looks like on a Thursday night because I imagine it'll be lively oh this would be oh, a great yeah. spot
0: oh yeah I like both these the amount games. of drinking you know what I'll tell Whew. you this when we played uh, uh West Virginia my senior year and we went all we all went to that game that was one of the most lit uh tailgating experiences I've ever been to I I,
1: I was uh well I could tell you the uh I was at taking screenwriting classes at Ucla one of my teachers Marshall graduate. He flies back four times a year for home games. Wow. So all right. I like know, that guy. Already. The Marshall oh, fans, West Virginians, yeah. man, there we go
0: in general are going to, are going to get hammered and they're going to take the environment seriously. If nothing go. else, I mean, there's gotta be a reason that West Virginia, like Nick pointed out, despite within the state, a pretty big lack of talent at their disposal usually is a pretty competitive team. You know,
1: Charles Huff, the Remember, we had Bud Foster on the show last year, and he said Charles Huff can coach. He's, he's, he's. You know, he's got a rising star in the industry as they won at Notre Dame last dude, year. Dude, he
0: has been a surprise, a pleasant surprise.
1: <laughs> All right, Patty C. It jumps to you.
0: Well, well, well. We got some games here. Um, this is where it, I think it really. I mean, I guess uh, that game. It was a little higher than I would have even played it. So I, I appreciate the compliment, Nick. Sunbelt Nick. Um, but Don't do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I know it's Don't there. do it. It's there, but I'm not gonna do it yet. <laughs> um I am taking us to Hayden Fry country again, yes. Kirk Frens country again. Um, and the Golden Gophers will play against the Golden Hawkeyes. Woo! Minnesota
1: at (laughs) Iowa, you're pissing Nick off with these plays. (laughs) Now you go Big Ten West, but look, these games have been fun, and I actually think I'm going to make this prediction:
0: this will, this is very much, will dictate who wins the Big Ten West in some way, shape, or Mm. form. Of course, it will. Whether it be knocking (laughs) one of these teams that like
1: no, but I think these are the top two. I think these are the top two. I'm not buying into this dairy raid shit in year one. All right, (laughs) all right. You take your dairy raid offense. Uh, We love Mike Leach. But I think it's going to take two years.
2: Two years. Well, it's certainly the most two established coaches in the Big Ten West, other than Fitzgerald, and and it doesn't look like Northwestern is in any position to to, yeah. to battle the, for the, the division. But maybe they'll surprise us again. Who knows? But other been, than that, you got a bunch of young coaches, man.
1: They've been playing Minnesota and Iowa since 1891, and Minnesota leads the all time series by only seven games. You got to love this That's rivalry. Awesome. But how about this though? PJ Fleck. You might be rowing the boat, but you don't row the boat against the Hawkeyes. Uh, They have not beaten. They have not beaten Iowa since 2014. Wow Kirk Ferent says, yeah, your little row, the boat nonsense. Get the fuck out of here. I'll sink your fucking battleship. You little Bro. bitch. Right? I'm worried about a new Minnesota quarterback on the road at Iowa. Yeah. This, this, uh, this is going to be a dominating blowout that'll be 13 to 7. <laughs>
0: <All> well, <right? laughs> I compare PJ Fleck to Matt Campbell a little bit stylistically, you know, both offensively and defensively. I think feel like their teams look the same and Kirk Ferentz tends to get the better of both of them. Um will it happen again this year? The game is in uh Iowa, right? Dude,
1: how could you be this good at winning all these close games? Like, l- look at this 13 10, 27 22, 23 19, 17 10, 14 7, 40 35. Every Kirk Francis is like, you know, what? I don't need to blow you. They're, they're, they're Iowa blowouts. These are Iowa blowouts. <laughs> all right.
0: Yeah. Like, if it's by two, two, two scores, that's an absolute domination. Uh, look, Floyd or Rosedale, probably the best trophy in all <laughs> of college football. Big fat pig. I can relate. Uh, look, we're have, not,
1: I'm sorry, I said seven games. That is not true. I misread the number. They have a 20-game lead. The Minnesota Golden Ooh, Gophers. Too. Wow, yeah. that's
0: yeah. kind of surprising. Well, Iowa chipping away at that. Well, aren't from
1: they? 1891 to 1923, Iowa had zero wins against Minnesota. Well,
0: Minnesota, aren't they the they last dominant. team to have a uh, three straight national championships in college football? I was
1: about to say Iowa only won. They played every year starting in 1891, and Iowa only won f- their fourth game by 1940. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that is called getting their ass. whooped. Uh, yeah, put yourself in a hole there. But hey, they've been, they've won now what two four six eight ten 10 of 11 against the Golden Gophers. Fleck,
0: row, row. Let me tell you this, Ro! too. Right? <laughs> Iowa gets all the credit for the cornfields, right? Minnesota has some fucking corn in it. <laughs> there is some corn in Minnesota. I think there's there probably gotta be a, a couple stars. Ten thousand lakes, my ass! Yeah, all right, you lot. got
1: corn there. You yeah. got corn. quite
0: jealous yeah. of all the corn love that uh, Iowa
1: gets. I bet. I bet. You know, it's a it's a thing up there. Corn right. envy. Yeah, that's that's corn it. envy. Big corn envy. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm on the clock. Uh, okay, look, I got. Well, uh, let's stay in the, in the fine, the amazing big 10 West. Oh, did you have to because you got, I mentioned the dairy raid offense, Wisconsin <laughs> really pissing me off by, by, by going to look, I love the air raid. People think I hate the air raid. That's not true. I believe the air raid should exist at a lot of schools. Wisconsin is not one of them. All right. Uh-huh. I, I am. Ag- I hope they go in 12. I'll be honest. I hope they go in 12 this year. Because I hate the fact they're doing this, and they hate Brett Bielma. But Brett Bielma, he knows Wisconsin football, all he right. Does. This and is a great game. You're telling me Derry Ray's got to go into Champagne, and that little cha 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 shit against Brett mother, Brett what the uh, margarita and Cabo, <laughs> Bielma. No, oh,
0: am I going to be a big Illinois fan this this week? Let me ask you this, Barry Alvarez. Brett Bielema, Paul, Chris, uh, and then who is most recent uh, Luke fickle? I F- know uh, Jim uh, Leonard Leonard. Yeah. No, who it was, was Chris. Chris? Chris got fired yeah, yeah, for, yeah, and Leonard yeah. replaced So Chris was there more recently than I thought. Uh, he had a sleepy little tenure. I guess that's why he got fired. Either way uh, is Bielema, the quintessential uh, Wisconsin coach over the past few decades, or is it Alvarez? No, he's the best since Alvarez, since Alvarez, since Alvarez, Alvarez had some great years and yeah. he was the AD. So he's more Wisconsin, but I feel like Bielema being kind of a, looking like an offensive lineman. When I think of Wisconsin football, I think of Bielema more and than I, I think, think Wisconsin
1: of is going to get fucked up here when they come to champagne and see Nick, you hate the big 10 West. Why would you not be watching this? Well, no, actually, I think this game is better than Minnesota, Iowa. And for two reasons. I think the Wisconsin
2: angle, <laughs> that's he, shit, on, Patty he shit on every
1: one of your picks. <laughs> Patty. You, what happened when
0: I was down there in South America?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, we did but,
0: some episodes together. Things went sideways. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just think that Wisconsin is much as must watch TV. Cause I'm very intrigued on how that offense will click. And I think you're selling the Illini short Colby, th- saying just Minnesota or, or I was going to big, t- going to win the big 10 West L Illinois, Illinois deserves to be right in that conversation. And I think a big home win against the Badgers could, you know, solidify them to be right in the mix.
1: You know, I love big 10 West football but I do not like the current move of Graham Harrell and uh, Phil Longo coming into what I love in the big 10 West, which is like a throwback. I love the fact in college football, I can turn on the big 10 West and be a part of 1940 at any time. (laughs) Right. And for these intruders to come in here, these moles and try to give us 2023 bullshit football. All right. In the big 10 West, that's for the big 10 East maybe. maybe <laughs> even that's a, maybe uh, that's for Ohio state. Maybe. All right. I want to see great special teams, great defense and minimal offense. All right. So fuck you, Wisconsin. Go a lion. I let's fucking
0: go. All right. Well, let me tell you why uh, Nick is more intrigued by this game because he respects Phil Longo's offense. And why does he respect Phil Longo's offense? Because.
1: Uh, UNC, UNC Duke had
0: won three in a row <laughs> against UNC prior to his arrival, and then boom, rattle off four straight wins, including a 24, <laughs> a thirty-eight to seven. Nick has nightmares about Phil Longo, so of course he wants to watch him.
1: Uh, well, I mean, do you guys remember what Bielma did to Wisconsin last year?
0: Well, I don't remember. No, oh, he was won- big 10 football, big 10 West football. Thirty-four. We, we 10. don't
1: remember it. <laughs> 34, <very> t- forgettable 34, <laughs> 10 in Madison. Ooh, Illinois Ooh. came in there and Ooh. said, Hey, Ooh. that might've been the game. I think that's the game that got Chris fired. And that might've think been the right. game where Barry yeah. Alvarez was like, you know what? We can't do ground to pound against, against Bielma and Ferentz. They're, 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 <laughs> goddamn, lost our they're professionals. You know what I mean? Uh, so Appreciate
2: Weehawk in the chat giving us the uh, corn production by state.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Iowa, uh, and, and if you're not watching on YouTube, it is Iowa the one seed, Illinois the two seed, Nebraska the three seed. Wow, wow. wow. the corn. Illinois, yeah. Yeah. sneaky, hey, uh, sneaky corn. I yeah. thought Chloe says
2: the one, two, and three seed like it's a tournament or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the four, yeah, the four seed it's is bracket. Minnesota. The five. <laughs> look, there's 50 states. I want to know the <laughs> corn rankings. Um, Indiana being fourth or fifth. Um, I'm I'm not that surprised by that. I spent some time in uh, in southern Illinois for a couple nights.
0: Yeah, anything south of Chicago, I feel like it has to be a cornfield. Dude,
1: southern Illinois looks like that scene in Shawshank Redemption where he's looking for the fucking the rock.
0: You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like
1: Field of Dreams or something. It just looks just fields. Scenic as shit. Yeah, just fields everywhere. Uh, All right, (laughs) NC Nick,
2: you are on the clock. Well, first, if I could answer Blanton in, in the chat, Blanton, I went to George Mason University, who, as we know, does not have a football team. So I started off as a, as a Duke basketball fan in the nineties, became a Duke football 80s, fan, eighties,
1: 80s, actually eighties. 80s. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then
2: moved down to the triangle. That's why I kind of support a lot of uh, North Carolina teams, except for UNC. So with that answer, and with that said, the game I will take you to is an ACC game, Duke at Florida state. People are already, crowning the Seminoles as a top five, top 10 national contender. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about the little Duke blue devils who are are playing some pretty (laughs) good football these days. This has a fun matchup and it could be for a potential birth in the ACC championship game.
1: You know, if I wish this was in Durham, because that's the one thing, a lit environment like this, but I mean, can we talk about this? I mean, I know Patty C is buying into Florida State, but have you I'm seen not
2: some of even buy- buying into Florida State yeah.
1: every year?
2: As so a I've matter
0: noted. of fact, I'm buying into Florida State less than the uh, prognosticators. More this year than almost any other year. I think they're way jumping the gun on how good they're going to be. Okay, there we go. We got that. We got. I think that they'll there. be good. I don't think the 10 wins is going to be tough. I don't think they're like e- bowed in Florida State yet.
1: D- wait, Duke has never beaten Florida State. It's 19 to nothing. Is that what I'm seeing Ooh. right now? <laughs>
0: Didn't
2: they play for an ACC championship? Not that long ago, the times they are changing. They <laughs> lost in that ACC championship game. You're right. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was closer than expected. The game was so,
1: uh, <laughs> you know, I'm looking at it a- right Duke now. Boken. I'm looking at it right now. It 45, seven. Maybe it was uh-huh. closer than expected. In, I, in, I in, in the the uh, half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, 10 though in 2014, Sports that was a close reference is
0: saying 21 0 in Florida state's favor.
1: Wow. Wow. Okay, this is a bold play by NC Nick for a guy I talk a lot of shit about your picks, Patty C. For him to for him to throw this one out there. Let me tell you this yeah. too
0: about this rivalry. Uh, rivalry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a rivalry. Yeah. This game has been within more than or less than nineteen points one time in its history. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Out of twenty bad stats. <laughs> that is me
1: grabbing the NC Nick playing this game is me grabbing the Heineken alcohol free beer. All right. Um,
2: like, maybe it, yeah. There was a Homer angle here. <laughs> uh, obvious
1: Homer <laughs> angle, okay. <laughs> you know what the problem, Nick, you you know what you gotta do in these in these battles when Patty C is coming for you. You gotta just blame it on Scotty Montgomery. Because he pl- not true. only did, not only did he coach at Duke, he played at Duke. That's so you, right. You he can really a, blame. He was actually a decent wide receiver, <laughs> but but throw all
2: that that all that history aside, I think this actually is going to be a good, entertaining game and a close
1: one. I do too. I think Elko's got this program going. I think he's got it going. Watch out! Watch out for the Duke Blue Devils. Um, all right, look, uh, I got to I got to
0: go to the B side here. Hang on for a second.